You're listening to the Shh, My Kids Are Asleep podcast, episode two. I know, I know. Girl, where have you been at? You give us one episode and then you disappear. Listen, I'm sorry, first of all, right off the bat. I'm just going to let you know, I apologize. I gave you like mm, chef's kiss, the best first episode, right? And then I just disappeared on you. Where'd she go? What happened? She doesn't have the fortitude. She's not committed. Lies, all lies. But I will tell you, it's kind of lame that I disappeared. I just like up and vanished on you. For that, I'm sorry. But let's be real. Nobody, and I mean nobody, thought that this coronavirus virtual learning, whatever you want to call it, was going to be so hands-on for the parents. (sighs) It has been a bumpy ride. But I'll tell you, my kids, their grades are amazing. So sure, I've been lacking in the podcast area, but in the mommy area, I have been rocking it, okay? My kids have great grades. I also have to like help with the Girl Scouts. So yeah, they're great. The little daisies that I teach, they're doing amazing, mainly because I've made them a priority. Sorry, I haven't made you a priority. You matter. I want you to know that you matter. But also, my kids matter. So, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, back to this whole virtual learning. Way to go, California. You've just outdone yourself on the (sighs) making adulthood really hard for kids born in the 80s because yeah having my kids home and virtually learning not a walk in the park first of all I did the whole first day with no headphones that was a mistake all my kids teachers and every like there was just noise non-stop oh also if you have a fifth grader then you know that fifth graders are introduced to recorders yeah. It's really a great blessing that my fifth grader is playing a recorder. <laughs> yeah. I hope you felt how I really feel in the way I described that. My sixth grader, who's supposed to be, you know, uh, going from one class to another class, just goes from one Zoom to another Zoom because she's in middle school now. And my first grader, man, she has so much seat work. I'm basically, since I'm home with them now, I'm basically a teacher's aide, IT tech, uh, tutor. Cause that, oh, and then housekeeper, lunch lady, chauffeur. Like, oh, it's just so much. If people thought that stay-at-home parents did nothing, well, since virtual learning, let me just tell you, they have their hands full. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot to unpack, but I'm not going to unpack all of it. I just unpacked like, you know, the the bathroom bag that you take with you on trips that has your toothbrush and your deodorant because we all know that you're going to take the shampoo and stuff and put it in there for your next trip. So that being said, <laughs> We're still here. We're still doing great. I'm still in a good mood. So that's good. I also had coffee this morning. So that probably helped. So the holidays, because, you know, 2019, it was our last normal year. Well, the like first half of 2019, the last half, it was 
No, it was all, it was all good. Yeah, it was all good. In fact, 2020 January started out like any other year. And then like COVID just rolled out of nowhere and everyone lost their minds. I have been getting the weirdest question. What are you going to do for Halloween with your kids? It's no secret. Okay, it is a secret. So I don't know how you would classify me, but this is the type of person I am. I love Halloween, but I also don't love Halloween. Like I love dressing up my kids, love it so much, but I also hate going trick-or-treating. <gasps> I can't believe she said that. Girl, I hate trick-or-treating. I cannot stand trick-or-treating. And it's not even like, it, let me tell you why I don't like trick-or-treating. I don't like trick-or-treating because there are so many people that like decorate their houses, but then don't even give out candy. Why are you decorating your house if you don't give out candy? So then like, like there's got to be a universal sign. Like when we were younger, back in the day, you left your porch light on like a normal human being if you had candy to give out. Yeah, they don't do that nowadays. Nowadays, it's like light on, light off, my yard's decorated, the light's on, but I'm not going to give out candy, whatever. That's why I don't like trick-or-treating. Like I constantly am taking my kids to houses. We're knocking on doors and no one's giving out candy. But your yard is decorated. Okay, that makes no sense. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about because it's probably you who's listening. So just leave your porch light off. Decorate your yard, leave your porch light off. That's why I hate trick-or-treating. And everyone's like, oh no, COVID, the virus. What are you gonna do about Halloween? Listen, from an avid, not a fan of trick-or-treating parent, I am so excited. I am ecstatic for this year. I've been telling everybody the exact same thing because it's the truth. This is what I'm going to do. I have lined up several family members and friends whose homes we will go showcase my kids' costumes to in exchange for candy. It's almost like guaranteed trick-or-treating, but A, I know the people and be like, we're safe from like COVID 98%. There's always that off chance that somebody is sick and they might give it to you, but they don't know because they're asymptomatic. Yeah. Sorry, my allergies are really bothering me. So if I sound stuffy or off, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to showcase their costumes. And if I don't come to your door, you can just go on social media and see my kid's costume. <laughs> Because I am really, really, really serious. I don't like trick-or-treating. I also don't like um, the, like, tons of people in the street. Like, I said street. I mean it. Like, there are people that walk across the street, not at a, like, just the middle of the road. They just walk. Like, you go to a corner or you go to an intersection and that's how you cross. Because, you know, you were raised with manners. You're not, like... I don't know, a jackal that runs across the street. That's so weird. Like, why are you teaching your kids bad habits? Don't do that. I'm not judging you. No mom shame here. But yeah, people are like, you're not going to go trick or treating. No, this is my dream to just go to a few houses of people I know, get candy and come home early. Oh, I am so ready for Halloween to happen. My kids are going to be 
super cute. They're going to be Powerpuff Girls, I guess I could tell you, because if you're supportive and you listen, then you get to know early. If you don't, then you just got to wait with the rest of the world and wait until I decide to post photos. But they're going to be Powerpuff Girls. I know, Rachel, you have four daughters. Yes, I do. And there's only three Powerpuff Girls. But come on, you know me better than this. Of course, my fourth daughter is going to have a cool Powerpuff Girl costume. No, she's not going to be Mojo Jojo. Although that would have been awesome, but no, she's not going to be Mojo Jojo. She's going to be, there's like a little villain Powerpuff Girl and she's got a yellow dress and a crown. That's who she's going to be. I'm going to make her that. And I am going to be Sarah Bellum and my husband is going to be the professor. So it's going to be a great Halloween if Amazon can get the rest of the costume stuff here. That would be great. I also make them. So I make all our costumes every year because I'm a glutton for punishment. I don't know why. I just, I enjoy it. And I want my kids to grow up and make their kids costumes. And I want it to be a tradition, you know, that carries on throughout my life and their life and the next generation's life. I wonder if that's like not really big because like occasionally you see people make costumes, but then you also don't. Like you see a lot of store-bought costumes. And I wonder if that's out of like urgency, like, oh no, Halloween snuck up on us. Or if it's like a creative block and a lot of people are like, I don't know what to make you. I love making costumes, but also like I only love making costumes for my own kids and my family. Like I could never make it a business that it's a mother's love. That's just how it is. Because like... There's just some things I'm willing to do for my kids to see them smile. I don't know what it is inside of us as human beings that like, for our family, we will do this. The rest of the population can do it themselves. Like, I don't know why we're like that, but it's just that way, you know? For me, that's Halloween costumes and birthday parties and Christmas. Okay, so anything special throughout the year, that's me for my kids, but no one else, like I just want them to be happy, healthy humans. So why do I make their Halloween costumes? Yeah, because I just, I love them so much. But also, who wants to spend money on a costume from the store and then you can never wear it again? I mean, like, there's always the one two-year-old that gets to go out every day in the same cape and like superhero costume. But I mean, what about the other kids as they get older? Like, what about them? So I figured out however many years ago that if I make their costumes the basis of their costume should always be something that the kid can rewear because then they still get to wear a little bit of that magic again all over again whenever they put that outfit on right the girls are going to be Powerpuff Girls but they have dresses that I got specifically for them to be able to wear again and I'll add all the accessories on for Halloween and then I'll take it off later like once we get home, so that they can just rewear those dresses again. Oh, I know I'm a genius. Who doesn't think of things like this? You. I'm just kidding. You probably thought of it too. But I thought like, come on, that's so awesome. They get to wear their costume all over again. It's pretty smart. We're not going on the like traditional trick-or-treating route of like door to door to door to door to, oh my gosh, there's no one here. Put their porch lights on door. We'll probably come home and make hot cocoa. If I have enough time, I'm going to make them hot cocoa ball bombs. And if you know what those are, then 
cool, your hip. If you don't, they're like these chocolate spheres and they're hollow. Like, you know, those, um, well, I don't have any real examples, but they're hollow spheres made of a chocolate shell and inside is cocoa powder. And then there's marshmallows inside of that. You put it inside a mug to make your hot cocoa and then you get some super hot milk and you pour it on top and the um, sphere, the little chocolate sphere floats to the top and it bursts open and then all the insides come out and it's like a little ball of amazing and you take a spoon and you stir it and boom, hello, fun, interactive, hot cocoa. So if I have time, I'm going to make them that. And if I don't have time, then they'll just have to wait for the next holiday. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't want to do it on a Tuesday. I guess I could do it on a Tuesday. Who makes up the rules when you can have fun hot cocoa? Me. That's the kind of parent I am. Like, we must save this for a holiday so you can remember it. No, maybe we'll just make it next week if I don't get to it (laughs) by Halloween. Um, Yeah, so hopefully you have a safe and healthy Halloween. Don't go to any porches that have their lights off. And if you go to any porches with their lights on and their yard decorated and no one answers, you will feel my pain and know why I think people should leave their lights on for Halloween and off too. Like they should just follow the unspoken porch light rule for Halloween or else you'll feel my pain. That's what I mean. Don't be one of those parents, by the way, that decides it's going to be so funny. There's some talk show host that tells people to prank their kids, eat all their candy, or say they ate all their candy, and then record the kid's reaction. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's so rude. Like, they just, that's traumatizing. Don't raise good humans, raise good humans, because the rest of the world has to deal with their traumatized self after you've lied to them and said that you ate all of their candy when in fact, you know, you did not eat it and you're just doing it for a good laugh and to try to go viral on the internet. Don't do that to them. Them babies don't deserve that. Instead, wake them up with waffles the next day, November 1st, and uh, I, I don't know, take some of their M&Ms out of their bag and put it on top of their waffles. Switch it up on them and make them feel special. Don't traumatize your babies. They've probably already been through enough trauma because Halloween is kind of too scary at points. And so the last thing you need to do is add on top of the trauma. We don't want trauma for the babies. No, we just want, you know, goodness and fluff and great outcomes for children. That's what I want. I want my kids to be happy and healthy and you should too. And if you don't want that, reevaluate yourself because you were blessed with a little gift and you should want the best for it or several little gifts and you should want the best for them. Like any normal human. Have a happy and safe Halloween. If you would like to email me on a topic that you want to hear on the Shh, My Kids Are Asleep podcast, you can. My email is with three H's. It's shhmykidsareasleep at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at shhmykidsareasleep.